Welcome to Stirring Words, where health and fitness experts Kim Taylor and Judy Ulrey explore God's wisdom on wellness. Listen in now on their weekly phone conversation. Miss Kimberly. Hello, Judy. What's going on in your world today? Oh, come magnify the Lord with me. Have I got some juicy scriptures for you, sister? Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm always interested in what the Lord has to serve to us today. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So um, would you like me to open us up in prayer? I would love that. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, you indeed are so good, and your mercy endures forever. We are grateful that you have called us together to gather around your word and experience the blessings that are bundled in your word. So, Lord, we submit our hearts to you today. We submit our vocal cords. We submit our very breath to you because we desire to receive the words that you have for us today to dine at your table. And, Lord, I pray for my sister Judy that you will just impart to her the word of the hour, the word that you want to speak to us right now so that we can benefit from the word that you have for us. And, Lord, we wait with expectancy to see what you have for us on today. So we give you honor, praise, and glory in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' holy name, amen, sister. So if I might dive in, for any of our listeners who are just joining us, let me do a just a really quick recap of the previous two weeks. We've been doing this three-week series called Taste and See with sort of a unique perspective on Psalm 34, 8 that says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. And two weeks ago, we talked about experiencing your food at your meals and how easy it is to just be multitasking and be shoveling food in and not not even tasting it at all. And we have we have spoken and mentioned often the goodness of the Lord as evidenced by the plethora of options that he has provided for us in terms of good food. So two weeks ago, go back, listen to that. It was about experiencing the bounty that God has given. Then last week, we talked about exploring and how easy it is to just get in a rut and eat the same foods all the time, breakfast, same thing, lunch. And the challenge was to try something new, try something that you thought you maybe didn't even like and and do it differently and think about it differently and, and back to the week before and then experience it and and really use meal time as a time to celebrate and praise God for all his provision. And so this week is a wrap up of that concept. And I would like to throw out to everyone the idea of exalt and exclaim. 
So exalt means praise, extol, glorify, honor, revere, worship. And again, that's what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks is may your meals be a time of worship and gratitude. So, so we're going to do more of that this week and just take some time to praise God Almighty for his gracious gifts. So, and then we're going to talk about exclaiming, but let me share with you a verse that when I read it and every time I read it, I feel cleansed. I feel like water, a rush of water over me. Wait until you hear this. So listen carefully. Jeremiah 31, 12. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord. Does that give you chills? When you sit down to the bounty that God gives you, are you radiant? The wine and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd, Their life shall be like a watered garden, and they shall languish no more. Jeremiah 31, 12. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Psalm 34, 3. Oh, sister, I know you love magnifying the Lord and praising his name. So does any of this um, idea of meals being a time of worship, and especially this Jeremiah 31, did you love that line, radiance over the goodness of the Lord? I did. I sure did, Judy, because I just think about, that God is a God of abundance, and he's not a stingy God. (laughs) You know, just listening to or at least reading that where where we talk about being radiant over the goodness of the Lord, and I can see how um, when Moses actually was on the mountaintop with the Lord when he received the Ten Commandments and he spent those 40 days in the presence of the Lord and how he came down and it said his face was shining. And that's what I'm thinking about, actually, when I'm looking at this, even when we're enjoying mealtimes and just recognizing how that the Lord is with us and and we're sitting there dining with the King of Kings. And it's talking about coming aloud and, and singing and being radiant over the goodness of the Lord, just being in his presence will make us radiant, will shine. And, and I'm just thinking about that and how, what a beautiful image in there reflecting his glory in the choices that we make. And even here where they're talking about how good he is and supplying the grain, the wine, and the oil, the young of the flock and the herd, and, and how just being in God's presence nourishes us as well, and and how it says that we're like a watered garden because we are like trees planted by the rivers of water where we're receiving our supply and our sustenance from him. And, And it's just a wonderful celebration 
of all that God gives us just through the bounty that he has supplied. So, yes, beautiful word images there. Absolutely. And I love, um, as you mentioned, and their life shall be like a watered garden. You know, one of the things that I think is such a trap is that there is this diet mentality that says, I can't eat all the things I love and I have to eat all this boring, tasteless or um, untastely. That's not a word, is it? Unsavory <laughs> food. Untastely. I like that word, actually. I I'm like gonna make it. I do, too. <laughs> I, I'm going to use untastely food. Um, and, and I asked our listeners, have you, have you gotten caught in that trap? where you say, oh, I want the cookies, I want the sweets, I want the fried foods. When in fact, when we eat those things, what I love about this, um, their life shall be like a watered garden. As you said, Kim, the foods of God's bounty are nourishing. Mm-hmm. And a to be like a watered garden, I mean, I know because I have forgotten my garden on more than one occasion and it shows and they die eventually. Whereas when you regularly water your garden, it gives you bounty. It gives life. And that, that is the backside of all this celebrating of God's bounty is choosing from God's basket of bounty Mm. versus those things that really are man-made. Oh my gosh, we could go down that road a long, long way. Not only in the food arena, where you, you choose foods that are made, from, made by your maker, anything that grows in your garden, anything that has breathed life, beans, nuts, versus man-made foods. And it is God's bounty that nourishes us and gives us life like a watered garden. So I would love this week as we all move forward and we're celebrating at our meals and we're eating a big, gorgeous salad that has green and red and yellow in it. We just have this vision of being of our bodies being like a watered garden, strong and green and full of life and full of fruit versus a a garden that has been mistreated. I love, love that phrase. So I have a couple of other questions that I'd like to throw out to our listeners, especially if you have listened to the first two. And if you haven't, please go back. Um, where we talked about, again, experiencing God's bounty and then exploring God's bounty. So after you've listened to those two, um, I, I I would just love to hear from you. Kim and I both would love to hear from you. What was your favorite food find in the last couple weeks? As we talked about exploring, did you discover something new? Was there something like we talked about last week that I was just sure I hated Brussels sprouts and now they're like my favorite thing? So, and then the next question, and please, 
communicate with Kim and I on either email or social media, let us know. How has it made you think differently about God and his provision? How has that bounty made you think differently about God? And have your meals become a time of celebration and praise? So you and I have been walking this journey. Share with us, Kim, how it has impacted you. I know a couple weeks ago you said it it prompted you to slow down. So what other impact has it had on you? Well, I think it has made me uh, more adventurous because I will have to say that I tend to be a more um, basic eater. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think I'm, I did mention this. Actually, um, I can't remember if it was last episode or the one before that about how I'm participating in a program that our county extension is promoting in which we do online a few online courses. And then if you take a course, then you get a free bag of produce. Well, this past week, one of the things that was in my bag were beets. Mm-hmm. And so I decided... Um, I said, I'm going to roast these beets. And so that was something um, that's new. I've never had roasted beets before. But I will tell you that roasted beets are delicious. <laughs> I am so, salivating right now. I am salivating. I, I love I roasted beets. But, you know, I think I'm trying to think. The only time I've ever bought roasted beets, I mean, not roasted beets, but beets, period, was um, I bought them canned, which is, you know, the canned slice kind and just rinse the salt off. But, yeah, it's not. It's nowhere near the same. It's nowhere near close. the same. No, it's not. So, you know, so that was that caused me to expand my horizons a bit. Good that. girl. Now, I have to ask you, did they come with the greens and did you saute the greens? No, actually, it was just the, the roots. Um, it oh, was just the roots. It wasn't the greens or anything. It's not the, the, the greens um, there. Um, but I will say that before I have not not done the roasted, but I have bought um, a couple of beets because one time I was just curious about because I do smoothies as well. And I wasn't. I didn't want to waste the greens, so I cop, chopped those up and I put them. Um, I washed them and put those in a smoothie because I've done spinach in a smoothie and I've done kale in a smoothie, but this time I decided to do greens in a smoothie. Not with this latest, but because I didn't have any. But in times past, I've done that. So that was good. You know, having those greens in that respect. But no, with this bag, it was just the roots. But still, delicious. Absolutely delicious. Well, and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, sister, instead of just throwing out in the trash can. But let me tell you, in the future, and for anyone who's never had beet greens, they are up there with Swiss chard, and it's the same recipe. Saute in olive oil and garlic and onion and then I throw in cranberry, dried cranberries, and even sunflower seeds, and I will eat an entire pan. Oh, wow. my gosh. It is so, so delicious. Now, with, with kale, with collards, it can be a little bit uh, bitter, but not with beet greens. Beet greens are, in my opinion, as every bit as sweet as uh, Swiss chard. And just, to me, it's candy. So I have a different palate than many. But, oh, I seriously, that's dinner. 
a big old saute pan of um, beet greens. It's, it's absolutely yummy. So um, thank you for sharing your adventuresome spirit, girl. You go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and before we go, I have one more verse and one more challenge for our listeners. And that is under the umbrella of exclaiming, proclaiming. Isaiah 63, 7, the first half says, I will recount the steadfast love of the Lord, the praises of the Lord according to all that he has granted us. And recount means to relate in detail. And so my challenge to our listeners is to tell someone else. You know, the, the best way for you to stay on track on anything that doesn't come naturally, whether that's doing your walk or eating something different or celebrating each of your meals or expanding into all the new bountiful horizons that God has provided, share your experience with someone else. Encourage someone else to do the same. If you know someone who's got this diet mentality, and in fact, please, 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 if they're doing prepackaged drinks just to, to lose weight, teach them to eat from God's garden and how so much more tasty and fulfilling and filling it will be. So I encourage our listeners, share this story with someone else. Have you, Kim, experienced that? Because I know you're always shouting the glory of God through TBYT. But doesn't it help to reinforce the uh, message in your own soul? Yes, and I'm sorry, Judy, when you're talking about having those tasteless drinks and um, vacuum pack <laughs> meals, oh my gosh, I just shuddered. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember, you made me shudder. Really, I had a, a, a PTSD flashback, not to make light of PTSD, but I had a flashback. Actually, back in the 80s, I did something similar, you know, after seeing Oprah, you know, talking about a liquid oh. diet she was on and how slim and, and good she looked. And I thought to myself, oh, I want to be like Oprah. And I did that. And oh, my goodness, it was torture. And see, now I recognize that just like she gained all the weight back because that's not sustainable. Yep that the approach that we're talking about is sustainable and it's based on abundance and not on limitation and deprivation because that diet yes. mentality is about deprivation. And like you mentioned earlier in our call, what I can't have when God right. has opened right. up this whole universe of delicious flavors that we can feast on. And, and try new recipes and exercise our creativity. It's a wonderful adventure that you have called us to over the last several weeks. And not only that, where we keep it all to your, ourselves, but you're in telling us to invite others to join us on this bounty, in this bounty and sharing it. I think that's just such a wonderful action plan. 
that you've called us to where we're blessing others by what we have found in exploring these new tastes, exploring new preparation, being willing to try foods out that we weren't willing to try before. And I think we're all going to be like well-watered gardens if we do um, implement what you have it challenged us to do, Judy. And again, the blessing don't doesn't end with us, but we're inviting others to come along. So I think this is just such a wonderful, joyous Taste and See series that we've talked about and introduced. So thank you so much for facilitating this, sister. Well, always my pleasure. And I just want to leave, of course, with a little nudge for some action steps so that our listeners will keep the momentum. And the first is simply to keep praising and celebrating at every meal. I mean, many families will bow and say a prayer before every meal, but sing to the Lord in your celebration or share um, with your family your gratitude and praise for such a bounty as this on your table. So to keep that uh, whole mentality going, I'd encourage you all to call a friend and um, and recite to them your newly memorized verse of Psalm 34.3, which is, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. So I'm challenging you to call a friend and literally when she picks up the phone and says, hello, you say, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, Teresa, and let us exalt his name together. And take some time to magnify the Lord with your good buddy, because that will uplift both of your hearts. And then finally, to share a healthy recipe with someone who is struggling, who who is sort of on and off, who's got the diet mentality, who just really hasn't gotten this food piece together, share a healthy recipe with her to encourage her to also feast on God's bounty. So on that note, Kim, I'm going to close us in prayer and thank the good Lord that he is so gracious to us. Amen. Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Glory and honor be to thy name. We are so grateful for the bounty that you have given us. When we look at all you have provided for us to eat, from grains to nuts to beans to fruits to vegetables, we couldn't even name them all. I bet if we tried to even name all of the items in each of those categories, I bet we couldn't even come close. And look at the love you have bestowed on us by giving us such variety. So I pray that through the, the power of your spirit, we would be nudged in the next several weeks and months and years to experience that bounty, to explore and, and try new things. And with every exploration, give praise to you and say, look, he gave us millet. He gave us bulgur wheat. He gave us pistachios. He is good. And to share your love that you have shown us through food with those who have not yet heard that word of truth. 
Father, make give us a radiance over your goodness. And may we be bold in sharing that goodness with others. Those who believe and those who don't yet believe. And may this sharing be an opportunity to open a door a little bit to share you, Jesus the Christ, with those people and say, do you know who made this bounty? Do you know Jesus the Christ? Do you know him intimately? Have you invited him to save you? Have you accepted him as your Savior and Lord? Have you given your life to him, he who has given so much to you? I pray in the name of Jesus, empowerment on our listeners that these messages on food and fitness become an opportunity to share your gospel, your truth of Jesus the Christ with a hurting world. In his name we pray and give glory. Amen. Amen, sister. That's what it's all about. I'm going to go have me some beet greens. (laughs) that's funny and i know you're going to enjoy every single bit of them absolutely absolutely well thank you for your time and um i can't wait to chat again next week i know sister you have a wonderful week god bless you love you you too bye-bye bye-bye Thanks for listening to Stirring Words. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss a session. And please tell your friends about us. If you'd like to dig deeper into this week's message, you can reach Kim at TakeBackYourTemple.com and Judy at HolyHealthClub.com. Until next week, may you be stirred by God's transformative word. 